to Datsuk. What a move! Right in, oh. scores! Wow. Oh, but Datsuk in deep, that's a beauty! Heisman moving blue line, chance, scores! You're listening to Impact Sports Radio, and this is Octopi Hockey Town with your host, Austin Goodman. Hello, fans, listeners, friends, mother, hey, how you doing? This is Austin Goodman coming to you from behind the microphone in the basement of Holden Hall here in East Lansing, Michigan. We once again have a wonderful show for you, of course. For all of you listeners today, we're going to be talking about only one topic today, actually, alongside a little off-season update as we close the show. Um, it's just going to be a good, you know, 12, 15-minute show today. Nothing too ridiculous. Uh, we're going we're gonna to start off today's show, and we're going to discuss for a good 10 to 12 minutes about what the expectations are going into training camp for the Detroit Red Wings and what they are coming out of training camp and going into the preseason. I want to answer a couple questions and give you guys a couple pointers as to who to watch for going into the 2014-2015 uh, Red Wings training camp. <clears throat> so guys, let's start it off first and most importantly. Um, <clears throat> for ch- training camp expectations, I would say you're going to see a battle for a consistent forward position. Um, there, right now, the the way that the Red Wings forwards are set up, it includes players like Dan Cleary, who's probably not going to get a lot of ice time, and then of course players like Daniel Alfredson, who haven't resigned yet. Um, you know, going in on the back end, if you want to just take a quick look at that, um, Danny DeKaiser, I have as you know the fourth defender on the second line, paired up with Jonathan Erickson, Brennan Smith, and Nicholas Cronwall on the first line. So. I would just, you know, I I just want you all to keep in your mind while we're having this segment here that, you know, these lines aren't 100% solidified, but there are other players that are battling to get into this lineup. Now, for the top 12 forwards, I have Henrik Zetterberg, Pavel Datsuk, Daniel Alfredson as the first line. Um, that was left wing to right wing, and that's how it's going to be for the rest of these three lines going down the list. We have Gustav Nyquist, Steven Weiss, Johan Franzen, Thomas Tatar, Riley Shahan, and Thomas Yurko, Justin Applicator, Darren Helm, and Daniel Cleary. Now, the three players that come into my mind that automatically are trying to fight for a spot in the lineup would be Drew Miller and Luke Glennitting. Those are the two 100% names that you did not hear me say that are trying to figure out a way to get into this lineup. Now, understand that the Red Wings are very, very potent at forward, all right, with everybody 100% healthy, not even 100% healthy, out there on the ice and playing competitively in NHL hockey. Uh as we all know, the injury-ridden team last year, all they, all fans wanted to see was just a little glimpse of Henrik Sederberg and Pavel Datsuk. So basically, fans are going to get exactly uh, what they want, hopefully, um, out of a player like Henrik Sederberg. You're going to see a lot of different options being evaluated um, for the defense, but for the forward end, everything is pretty cut and dry. You know, with Hank, Pav, and Alfie on the front line, um, if Weiss can keep himself healthy, along with Johan Franzen, uh, the second line paired up, also those two players with Gustav Nyquist, that's a strong line right there as your second line forwards. And then, you know, Justin Ablicator, Darren Helm, and Dan Cleary is your fourth line. Now, that's where you're going to see a little bit of a shift in my mind. I think that 
you know, Drew Miller is going to be subbing in for Daniel Cleary. And I think that Thomas Yurko is going to be filled out for Luke Glendening. Personally, I believe that the lineups are going to look a little bit something like this. Uh, we're going to see Drew Miller on a line with Justin Ablocator and Luke Glendening. And that's going to be your fourth line, grinding line, kind of like the Darren McCarty, Chris Draper, and uh, Kirk Mulpey line of 2002, if anybody remembers that. Um, and then you want to factor in the name Anthony Mantha, of course, and I'm going to keep saying that, and I've continued to say it. Um, you know, Anthony Mantha is going to try to factor his way into this lineup. Um, for those of you that don't know, um, you know, Mantha is an up-and-coming prospect. He is six foot five. He's 217 pounds. He plays left wing. Um, he was the CHL Player of the Year last year. Uh, he had 57 goals, 120 points in 57 games for Val Dorez, Forres of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. And, you know, this guy is really unlike anybody else. He was quoted saying, coming in a little bit to coming in early a little bit to practice with the guys is going to feel good once I'm at camp Mantha said the first few days last year I was looking at the vets and I was a little bit intimidated is what he was saying this year it feels good to have the extra week to get that out and not feel that anymore once it's time to play my game I'll be ready in the prospects tournament and in camp understand that Anthony Mantha guys he's going to come to camp prepared and he's going to come to camp ready and he's going to come to camp understanding that he has to fight for a position uh, he was also quoted saying I watched many many games in the NHL last year so I know what it takes to come here and that's what I'm going to try and do I personally believe that Mantha definitely has the capability to do something like that, to be able to come out as a 19-year-old player um, and come play for the Detroit Red Wings right out of the starting gate. Who, you know, not a lot... Not a lot of 20-year-olds, you know, he's turning 20 on September 16th. Not a lot of 20-year-olds can say that they can do that. But with the statistics, with the style of play, with how big Anthony Mantha is at 6'5", 217 pounds at a forward position on the left wing, that, that, that's kind of a freak of nature if you would ask me. All right, Mantha isn't a normal player. He had 24 goals and 38 points in 24 playoff games, including the Memorial Cup. All right, guys, and understand that this Mantha guy, he understands that he you know, will most likely be playing with the AHL Grand Rapids Griffins this season. But I believe that Mantha is going to try to impress a little bit more uh, than just that. All right, so, you know, obviously I would say the two players in my mind that are going um, to really be giving up their their spots in the lineup first would probably be, and this is barring injury, of course, Daniel Cleary and Jakob Kindle will probably be battling the rising stars for positions. Personally, I, you know, personally, I would rather have, you know, a young Anthony Mantha than Daniel Cleary. Daniel Cleary was, Cleary was kind of just a... Uh, it was a favor, almost, that the Detroit Red Wings re-signed Daniel Cleary. And, you know, good for Daniel, I guess, because, you know, he wants to continue to play. He still thinks he's good enough to be able to compete at the NHL level. Personally, I don't I don't think that he can still compete at the NHL level. He's been hurt. He, you know, he's already put in his time, played a lot of years for the Red Wings, played a lot of years in the NHL in general. So, you know, quite frankly, I wouldn't mind 
chopping out Daniel Cleary for Anthony Mantha. But of course, you know, Ken Holland and Mike Babcock have already been talking about the fact that they don't want to chop a player like that um, to put an Anthony Mantha on the fourth line, which isn't going to give them that much time on the ice. They want to put the guy at a top six, six, uh, a top six forward position when he is ready. And that's you know, probably what you're going to have to look out for. So if Daniel Alfredson doesn't re-sign with the Red Wings during this offseason, then I think you might see something pretty interesting going on around that area. Um, as for the back end, who really is, you know, the top two that would be subbing in here for any injury or any uh, failure to execute, basically, would be Ryan Spoil or Xavier Olette. Um, both of those players I've actually talked about um you know, multiple times, I believe that Xavier Olette, um, you know, that that he he's starting to become a man. And he's really starting to teach the other guys around him. And I think that Xavier is going to step up this season um, alongside Ryan Sproil. So that that's really um, what I'm excited for I, out of the youngsters and out of people that could, you know, take other people's spots. As for veterans and the questions that they need to answer for themselves, I think number one overall would be Henrik Zetterberg. How's the back feeling? He's been quoted saying that, you know, that he's okay. And, you know, Henrik, Henrik Zetterberg doesn't want anybody to try to feel bad for him or anything of the sort. Henrik Zetterberg is a very composed player. He's the captain of the team, and he wants to be okay. He said that after the back surgery, he felt a million times better. And that hopefully that he feels that this isn't just a brand new injury. Henrik Zetterberg has been plagued with back problems his entire career. And the surgery that was performed in February is trying to prevent from ever again in the future that exact injury happening again. Now, that does not bar another injury happening to Zetterberg's back, which could also affect what happened before. All right, so you, everybody needs to take that into consideration. That Henrik Zetterberg, yes, he got he got fixed. He he got his surgery, he got his back surgery, but it's all about being consistent, not having any setbacks, and that's also for the same thing goes for the next player that I want to bring up here is Daniel Alfredson. Is he good enough to go for a 19th season? Arguably, Daniel Alfredson was the captain of the team last year with Henrik Zetterberg out for so many games. And Daniel Alfredson coming to the team last year for the first time and really stepping up with a bunch of youngsters who were also there for the first time. So a lot of new faces coming into the Red Wings organization last year. Now it's just trying to mix and match everybody and just continue to develop. Continue to develop players like Thomas Tatar and Thomas Yerko. Riley Shahan and Gustav Nyquist continue to make sure that Henrik Zetterberg and Pavel Datsuk can stay healthy, getting Daniel Alfredson to resign and then also stay healthy. And then third on my list, Johan Franzen. Can he bring back his good stuff that he once had? He once had amazing stuff and he brought it every game. And he brought in the playoffs. But quite frankly, for the past three years, I have not seen productivity out of Johan Franzen at all. And it really bothers me. It truly, genuinely bothers me when Daniel Alfredson, or sorry about that, when Johan Franzen doesn't go out there and do his job. He does not do his job. And he needs to do it next season. 
going into training camp, he needs to have that thought in his mind that he needs to be at the top of his game because if he's not, he's really affecting the Red Wings. Johan Franzen, to me, losing Todd Bertuzzi, you're losing a big man. Johan Franzen needs to go out there and be that big man. Put pucks away at the side of the net. Be able to do, you know, a big juke and be able to, you know, bust somebody out of their skates. Johan Franzen has speed. He has a shot. He has accuracy. He has the fire. He just needs to bring out the passion and the love that he had for the game before. I don't know where it went, but it needs to come back this season. But that's all I'm saying about that. I want to give you guys a little bit of an update before we sign out today here on Octopi Hockey Town. Update on Daniel Alfredson and Danny DeKaiser. Quite frankly, there isn't that much of an update with Daniel Alfredson or Danny DeKaiser. Um, Daniel Alfredson, he's still waiting. He's still, you know, trying to progress. Um, you know, they're they're he's saying he's feeling okay. All right. Daniel Alfredson had back surgery three years ago. He's tied he was tied last season for the top scoring leader on the team with Nicholas Cronwall. All right. Understand that the play, he he's just trying to play at the top of his game, and I keep saying that week in and week out, and I want to reiterate. General Manager Ken Holland said that he would wait for Alfredson to determine his own future, and the Red Wings start tra- training camp on September 18th. So you have to basically just let everything let everything handle itself. Ken Holland was quoted, quoted perfectly by the Detroit News saying, you have to let the story play itself out. He wants to play. He wants to be fair to the Detroit Red Wings. He wants to tens- test himself every day, and the test started this week. All right, and hopefully Daniel Alfredson does not have any setbacks. As for Danny DeKaiser, it's kind of, as we've talked about before, kind of just laying on the back of Daniel Alfredson. It's kind of funny, the pun on the back, because, you know, the reason why he's not signing is the back issue. But it's Danny DeKaiser and riding on the back of Daniel Alfredson, but not, of, not on his injured back, on his salary cap back. It all comes down to money. How much money the Red Wings have and how much they can divvy up between Danny DeKaiser and Daniel Alfredson. And also keeping in mind of the future beyond this. So that's the update there. Daniel Alfredson is going to probably give his final statement by September 18th. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Danny DeKaiser will hopefully be by the same time. They're probably very, they're right next to each other. But guys, thank you again. That's all I have for you this week. And thank you so much for joining us yet again at Octopi Hockey Town. I'm so happy to be right back here in the basement of Holden. I know I said that last week, but it's always a great feeling. Uh, next week, we're going to bring you some new topics. We're excited to talk about what the Red Wings have in store for the preseason and going into the regular season, what to expect out of the Red Wings this season. And if you're interested in more information on Octopi Hockey Town, the Detroit Red Wings, or any other Detroit, or Michigan State Sport, go to www.impact89fm.org sports. You can also listen to the only live sports debate show every Monday in East Lansing, The Pact. And like I said, every Monday, 7 to 8 p.m. for the Octobide team, I'm Austin Goodman saying, guys, enjoy the rest of your weeks. Bye-bye.